Sani Bonani Ekaya Dumelang. Today on this podcast episode, you'll be hearing the observed challenges as well as the proposed solutions in the areas of mental health, facilities, building capacity for social workers, and most importantly, addressing gaps on access for resources for people living with physical disabilities. So yes, it is going to be four voices taking, um, you know, exploring this issue of mental health and disability on different levels. Enjoy. Mental health care problem is a global problem. It's a public health problem. It affects everybody across the spectrum. Now it's worse because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Lockdowns, regulations made people to suffer, lose their jobs, lose their loved ones. Before and now, people are suffering lots of traumatic events, different kinds of abuse, vicarious trauma, they're living with PTSD, people are living without self-worth. This results with people having anger, fear, low self-esteem, which is at the end, in the long run, we see gender-based violence, substance addiction, suicide, school dropout, crime, chronic conditions, we can name them. The issue here is that people are not even aware that what are the root causes. These are the root causes. Even the system doesn't prioritize mental health care because you see in a, the primary health care level facilities, there is no facilities for that. You can see this: the professionals are very scared, psychologists, psychiatrists, they are, they are very scarce. So there is no access. Only those who are rich and those who have got access and have medical aid, they can book themselves to the psychologist, they can book themselves for counseling. Then my proposal is that mental health care awareness should be done to everybody. Promotion of access to mental health care services should be available, should be done at primary level. And then training of mental health care community care workers, those that doesn't need qualification to promote intervention, training of mental health care champions at strategic places, the work, school, and then development of mental health care intervention programs. Beke Hopela Lincalosete, the challenges Jay Longori, Levalich Honor, Ga Kokeria, the services Ja Musho, just Betel. Some trauma. Clinic, the problem, sometimes
Okay. And then skolo, uzena skolo ngwana? Eh, uzena skolo. Eh, so na ana vutata, asinki asisokodishi, or aye skolo Thank <laughs> On a local level, a mobile physiotherapy service holds a lot of promise. Home-based services cut the financial and time implication of having to go to the hospital for rehab. And in the time of the corona pandemic, people who come to health facilities for rehab are exposed to long queues and overcrowding, thus putting them at risk of contracting the virus. On a general level, continuous advocacy targeted at government demonstrating the negative impact of the problem on the patient is vital. The importance of having rehabilitation staff retention strategies in rural areas is also essential. There is a need for collaborative efforts by all stakeholders that are passionate about this problem to come up with a plan. The future of our country is at stake. Banabarena Bafela, as our future leaders are daily drowning in depression and numbing their pain and past failures by abusing drugs and other substances. The issue of mental health for humanity mutu, has in recent times become a topic among the elite and the privileged. It has been glamorized with terms unrelatable to an ordinary young person who just needs someone who will listen, guide and support them in whatever traumas that they are facing at that time and in their context. The majority of our people in the townships and rural areas do not have institutions to help navigate the issues around mental health. It is a phenomenon that is stigmatized and has been looked, and it seems to be far-fetched, and yet the impact of its absence is evident as most people are just not coping, majority being young people. Family structures are falling apart, which makes most people in our society more so in the black communities vulnerable and leaning on substance abuse as a coping mechanism. What then does that mean for our future? What then does that mean for our future leaders? Now the solution to form institutions of healing and transformation through different programs on dealing with trauma and helping with the art of communication and creating safe spaces for people to talk and talk to professionals whom they can easily relate with based on background, culture, values, and belief systems. Institutions that will help with self-knowledge and partner with the youth so they find other coping mechanisms outside of the ones that are currently harmful. This includes involvement with all health practitioners, social workers, rehab centers, families, as well as community leaders to help build capacity for access to proper and well-rounded mental health facilities, developing programs that will help protect the main institutions where everything starts and ends, and that is... I think one of the biggest challenges that we face as social workers is that we work within communities where um, they have various needs, you know, that are... That needs to be met, and we are the bridge between um, their needs being met and not. So the thing is with that is there's a serious lack of resources. So most of the time we can't help everyone, and that weighs heavily on you. Uh, so having to kind of 
uh, get to a place where you release yourself and say, I can't help this person any further, even though they need more help. And it's not because you can't help them, but because there are no resources. Nothing has been provided. There's no shelter if there's a need for shelter. There are no psychologists if there's a need to refer for, you know, that. If there is a psychologist, there's no um, transport money uh, to get the person to the psychologist. So those kind of things weigh heavily on you as a social worker. And secondly, depending on how many years you've been in practice, uh, there's a lack of supervision, you know, being guided by an experienced social worker, you know, who uh, takes responsibility over directing uh, how you intervene, you know, the kind of uh, interventions you put in place when working with people. So those kind of things also, they drain you, you know, uh, because sometimes you really don't know. There's no manual that tells you that when this happens do that uh, it's sort of a learning on the job as you go along type of uh, profession and work that we do within the communities because people experience problems that are quite um, varied and no problem is the same as or challenge rather is the same as uh, another person's challenges so you always constantly need to uh, be on your feet and on your toes and think outside of the box and that can be draining you know because there isn't a specific thing that you can focus on um, and I think that really the lack of resources and the lack of um, deliberate supervision by more experienced social workers as required by the council, um, it does drain you. And um, yeah, I do think there's a need for uh, the prioritization of social workers' mental health.